Bitcoin over a 10% breakout in the last 24 hours. Bitcoin is currently seeing resistance still inside of this bearish flag that's forming. As you can see, we saw a big push back here at that 50 day moving average in red right around that $7,500 level. For those of you in our discord group, you know, we called a short right at 7400 to 7500 but we're going to be talking about something a little bit more of a important topic in the bigger picture and that's what po uh, potentially can dump bitcoin here as we approach the 2020 supply getting cut in half in less than 40 days and as we all know that's the halving event or the having event whatever you guys uh, want to call it uh, but understand the fact that there's a lot of fundamentals going along here and when we look at bitcoin's technicals if we look at what's also happening here you can see we're finding resistance along this downtrend resistance level and this was already in place since february of 2020 you can see we still saw a push down we initially tested right above this resistance but we're currently right below that level and so there's some very very good things happening here but there's also some things that people are probably pushing to the side and so anytime we see amazing days like today with over 10 percent gains uh, across the board really when we look at traditional markets seeing a lot of amazing gains uh when we look here at gold you can see breaking this major resistance level at 1650 currently at 1661 we look at future prices they broke levels uh, that they haven't seen since 2012 over 1700 an ounce for gold uh, and then when we look here at the dow it almost looks like we are bottoming out here and we're starting a v-shaped correction like we saw here in december of 2018 you can see we formed an initial bottom here and i'm gonna go ahead and draw this out for you guys and i'm gonna make sure you guys can actually see this because right now it looks like it's drawing in black. You can see we initially bottomed out here and then we saw a push down before a nice V-shaped correction. And if we look at what's happening right now with the Dow, you can see here it's very similar to what happened here where we bottomed out. We saw another higher low form and now we're continuing upwards because today we saw over 1600 points in gains for the Dow Jones Industrial. So very positive here, but understand that the fundamentals have yet to change we still are under a global pandemic and this could just be a short-lived time of green across the board before we start to see more lower levels so we're going to be covering some headlines looking at gold futures but most importantly focusing on the hash rate of bitcoin you can see we're seeing a small rise back above these lower levels that we found here in march uh, of uh, march 22nd of 2020 uh, but what's very interesting is there's an article here that shows here an analyst claims minor capitations are happening as we speak and this could possibly cause another death drop in bitcoin like we saw here from the initial bottom from that 2017 rally where we hit that three thousand dollar area and so i want to talk about what this means for bitcoin in the long term and then we may take some questions from our live audience i see we have sean nieves miami nicholas cole gray all of you guys on live good to have you guys so i want to first and foremost start with my bitcoin analysis because as you guys know we've been following this bear flag a lot of people were drawing out 
uh, a potential ascending triangle that was forming here if we look at this uh, polyline tool a lot of people were talking about this ascending triangle and breaking outside of this ascending triangle yes we could have considered this an ascending triangle that we broke out of but i'm more uh interested in this bear flag that's forming here because as you can see we are still in these lower levels of this bear flag uh, when we look here at where uh you know price action is kind of sticking in uh, we're in this lower region of this bear flag and so if we stay in this bottom region i think that there's a high chance that this 50-day moving average was the top of this rally before we break down outside of this bear flag possibly towards that $6,700 level. Uh, and then as you guys know, I'm still eyeing that 200 week moving average around 56 to 5,700 as the potential entry that I wanna personally have for Bitcoin as we have uh, assumed that we've already seen the bottom here uh, around this $3,900 level. Because when we look at this macro chart, you can see we've got this beautiful wedge forming, this beautiful ascending triangle, and we found some really good buyer pressure here as we wicked below the support level here. And so I think we've found the bottom, but I also think that this bear flag is going to eventually have to come into play. I think we're seeing a lot of fear kind of subside for the short term, but I'm not going to be surprised if we see one more hammer to the nail and we see a big red day amongst all markets, not just for crypto, but including equity markets, including gold. Uh, when we look here at what's happening with gold, we're at this above overbought region when it comes to spot price. And it's almost as if there's a gold fear of missing out going on right now because of the big gap between future prices and spot prices uh, and actually getting physical gold. I think a lot of people are really just rushing into gold right now when in reality, Gold saw a major breakout today, but it wasn't just gold that broke out. We also saw the traditional markets and the equity markets break out. As you can see here with the Dow seeing some amazing gains over 1600 points today. And so ideally we want to see gold outperforming the Dow if we're going to quote unquote see lower levels in equity markets. But if the Dow truly found its bottom and is going to bottom out like it did here in December of 2018 and V-shape correct its way back up to these higher levels, then gold is not going to really have as much of a purpose uh, along with Bitcoin because at the end of the day, we want that as a storage of value. But if liquidity is flowing back into equity markets, that could be an issue. So I think there's a lot of dynamics here at play right now. And it's an extremely volatile time in the markets. Uh, and so that's why really for us, we're focused more on the margin and derivative trades than we are on these swing trades. Because of course, I think overall, it's a smart idea to accumulate Bitcoin at these lower regions. But at the end of the day, I do believe for those swing traders, we are going to see a nice 56 to $5,700 entry come soon. Uh, and so really the breaking point at this point is for us to see, are we going to be able to move above this 50 day moving average, go above that $7,500 level, which will make us assume that we're going to be going to the top level of this consolidation zone that I actually drew out here with these two green lines between 7,800 and 6,400. You can see that was really the accumulation for the bottom of the recent bear market quote unquote here that happened in December of 2019 where we bottomed out at 6300 and then we saw 
the top of this right around that $7,800 level before we broke out all the way above 10,000. And so knowing that this area could stand as a consolidation zone for Bitcoin right now, you can see we're still seeing this bearish pressure here. We're still seeing lower levels of volume. But as we talked about over the last two to three weeks, we're seeing more buyers than anything right now. But I wouldn't be surprised for us to start seeing major sell volume coming out of nowhere. And that's where we're going to talk about the potential minor capultation that could allow Bitcoin to see one more big push to the bottom before we initiate our trend back up towards the $10,000 region. And really, it's going to be to fill some gaps that the CME set right around that eight to $9,000 level as well, because there's some big gaps there. But I don't know if we're going to just soar right to that eight to $9,000 just uh, yet because of the fear that's still in markets. Uh, and really, the global pandemic hasn't ended yet. Uh, and according to what we're seeing with the numbers, yes, there are some numbers starting to decline, but that does not mean the economic ramifications uh, have yet to be fully uh, uh, realized. And so, you know, I saw a chart today showing automobile sales seeing lows that they haven't seen since the Great Depression. So it's not really just the cruise lines and the airlines that are being affected here, but it's other industries that are going to be affected because it's really a domino effect at the end of the day, right? So understand even with all the economic stimulus, there's still some very harsh economic ramifications here. And so for Bitcoin to just start going towards the eight to nine to $10,000 level, I don't think is going to be so justifiable just yet. And of course, we are still inside of this bearish flag. So really right now, if we're able to break back above this level, we did test above it, but we're currently standing below it. I think that there's a high chance Bitcoin can go towards that $7,800 level. And if 7,800 breaks, once we see this find uh, its support and start to trend back up towards 7,800, I think we'll see some resistance there. There could be a potential push back down, but I'm really going to be eyeing that $8,200 level before we see a potential consolidation along this zone. And I think if this does happen, then we are going to be fully bullish about Bitcoin moving forward. And I think that another indicator of this bullish scenario happening is if we see gold spot prices form new highs for this year as well, because if we see that happen, then there's a very high chance Bitcoin will follow as it's been following not only the equity markets, but also the gold markets or at least the spot markets for now. And so realize that we're in a very interesting area here where if we're able to break above this seventy three hundred seventy four hundred dollar level and really see some strength here, then that could change the whole dynamics of what's happening right now. And that really means that Bitcoin has recovered very quickly and is back into a more bullish and neutral trend versus a bearish neutral trend. And so realize that we're still seeing this decline in volume and we have yet to see the big volume come in. You know, really, we wanted to break out with some major volume. We haven't seen that yet. And so it could very well be sell pressure that comes in last minute, crashing Bitcoin's price below the bear flag support, which is right around that sixty seven, sixty eight hundred dollar level. And that could take us down to sixty three hundred, which if we start to test that level, I think it's highly probable for us to go back to that 200 week moving average around fifty six to fifty seven hundred for some more solid entries. And I think that will form 
the true higher low here when it comes to looking at the long term because yes we've been forming these higher lows along the way but understand that these are on very short-term charts i think when we look at like a daily chart i think there is a possibility for one more higher low here um, that could come right above that $3,900 level towards that $56 to $5,500 level. And that would mean that the real accumulation area for Bitcoin was around $3,900 towards $5,000. Anything, anything above that would just be a good place to enter. And so understanding that, I wanna move on to this chart here. There's this long-term logarithmic chart that I drew out here. Uh, what's interesting is our Bollinger Band turned back to green here. Uh, and so, Things are looking fairly, fairly, uh, you know, positive for the uh, medium to short term, but I'm still expecting some sort of a big push down sometime soon. And I, I think that's going to happen unexpectedly. You know, right now, people are very positive and optimistic about the virus and things getting better. But at the end of the day, I think that there's going to be one more push down. And we'll talk about how that could potentially come from the minor capitalization. You can see with the Bollinger Band on the daily, it is actually in red, red here. So uh, it looks like we're still trending down. Uh, you can see we're coming uh, to test this support level here, uh, which is now gonna be resistance right around that 8000 to $8,200 level, which also validates what I was talking about earlier, that if we cross above that $7,300, $7,400 level, and we really see some strength, then there's a high chance we can get towards that $8,200 level, but don't just see that as sunshine and rainbows just yet, because we have that major long-term resistance that could hold here, and that could be the level in which we start to test to potentially see that 56 to $5,700 level. So I think it's a very interesting time for Bitcoin, uh, but I don't think anybody should be FOMOing in right now. I think if you have capital on the side, keep it on the side and wait for the next dip. Whether that dip is gonna come to 6,700 and continue inside of that bear flag, we don't know, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but there is some bullish pressure right now. There's some bullish momentum, we can't deny that. Uh, and so. I wouldn't be surprised for Bitcoin to come to 8,200, especially if we start to see gold spot prices see new highs. You can see we're, we're, we're very much so in this area uh, where traditionally gold would be considered overbought. Really anything out that uh, above that 1640 level, uh, I would consider overbought since we've been in this channel uh, since early in 2019. And so realize that anything uh, that we see in this lower region between that 1480 to 1560 range for gold when it comes to spot pricing i believe would be a good area for us to accumulate uh, but of course when we look at the future price of gold um you can see we already broke out of this with an inverse head and shoulder forming and so there's a high chance here that bitcoin could potentially see a uncontrollable breakout to the upside you can see we already saw this play out with gold future prices uh, but of course i'm feeling as if there's been a little bit of a gold fomo as of recently and so we don't know if this is going to play out here with this its spot price uh, as we've seen a gap here for some time now but if gold spot prices do end up surpassing 1706 which was the recent high here made in march 6 of 2020 then there's a high probability that bitcoin could certainly continue above that 8200 range uh, and then start to head towards that 100 and 200 day moving average and that would take us uh, also around that 8200 range before seeing resistance and so i think it's highly probable that we reach 8200 it's really going to be said once we 
confirm that we're breaking outside of this downtrend resistance. Uh, and of course, we're still going to be in that bear flag, even if we end up above that $8,100 region, because you can see even with this 100 and 200 day moving average, we've still got the resistance here around 8300 for this bear flag. Uh, and so there is a high chance that Bitcoin could pop up here before seeing a push back down. At that point, I wouldn't consider the 200 week moving average back in play. I think that we would most likely come down to this area right around that $6,400 level before continuation to the upside and then eventually testing the resistance of this major ascending triangle that's been forming here since the rally of 20,000. And so I think that as we approach the halving could end up being the region in which we start to potentially see a breakout uh, or some pushback there. But I, I don't believe we'll see anything major uh, for Bitcoin. You know, when I say major, I don't think we'll break above 10,000 here anytime soon. I, I think really if gold continues to see strength the way it's seeing strength, then Bitcoin has a possibility of going uh, of going back to the higher levels of this bear channel uh, to that 82, 83, potentially $8,400 level uh, before seeing any sort of a major push back down. And so uh, I'm not expecting 9000 here anytime soon, uh, but I can certainly see 8200 coming here very soon for Bitcoin, uh, just as long as we see more bullish pressure come in uh, and really with this descending volume here in this lower volume level, uh, we're really going to have to wait until we see is it going to be sell volume or buy volume that comes in. Now, an interesting article that I want to show you guys here uh, that talks about the minor capultation potentially indicating and signaling a major sell off for Bitcoin soon uh, is the fact that when we look at hash rate, you can see we're slowly recovering from this recent low. But what's very interesting about how this all plays out is when we look at the past, you can see there was one region here in September of 2018 into 2019 where we saw a major drop in minor hash rate. And then we saw a small pullback to the upside like we are seeing here. But then we saw a major capultation downwards. Um, and, and so realize that there is a high chance that this could just be a short term push up right now before we see a major push back down, especially as, as the supply of Bitcoin will get cut in half in less than 40 days. Uh, if we read this article, you can see here it talks about how uh, we'll actually read this verbatim here. It says here right time to crush some bit Bitcoin bullish dreams. So you know how we get minor capitation talk after every single 20% plus drop in Bitcoin. Well, funny enough, we haven't seen anything talking about this this time. The hash ribbons actually say minor capitation is happening as we speak. While you can get a sell signal on these ribbons during bull markets as well, on those setups, the MAs aren't strongly diverging. If they are, we get a 2018 type death drop. We have the same setup now. And so basically what he's saying here is there are times here like you can see here in the beginning of 2020 where there was a sell signal heel uh, here when it comes to uh, hash rate, but there wasn't a divergence in uh, the moving averages. And the last time we saw the divergence in the moving average and a sell signal when it comes to the minor hash rate, you can see we saw a death drop occur where miners let go of a lot of Bitcoin to either cover their losses from the price going down so much uh, or whatever it might be. And you can see right now we're seeing that divergence along with that 
cell signal. And so there's a high chance we see another death drop. Now, the good thing about this death drop in comparison of the death drop that we saw here in the beginning uh, of 2019, the end of 2018, is price action was in a very sideways range when we saw that death drop. Right now, we're in a bear flag. So price action has already went back to the upside. It's over 70% up from that recent bottom of 3,900. And so if we do see a death drop, I think that that's where our 200 week moving average entry will come into play around that 56 to $5,700 uh, area. And so I think that that's why I'm still waiting for that entry. I've got my limit order set up there because I just don't mind accumulating Bitcoin and some major, major, uh, uh, you know, levels. Um, and, and I think 56 to 5,700 could act as that major level for us uh, being the 200 week moving average right now. Uh, and of course, with a potential death drop here to occur when miners can potentially sell off some Bitcoin as we approach the supply getting cut in half. And so I think that's a very important topic here. I think it's important to watch and see what happens here. And then along with that, there is some bearish pressure here on the crypto market. You can see onslaught of crypto class action lawsuits launched on April 3rd. And interestingly enough here, it says it is quite likely that the Roch Friedman law firm has been coordinating with the SEC while preparing these lawsuits since these lawsuits all centered around security laws. And as you can see here, this law firm here was the same law firm that actually filed the class action lawsuit against Bitfinex and Tether. And so as this article says, this means that the Roch Friedman law firm is among the highest powered crypto law firms in the world. So this is no joke. We're seeing a big lawsuit and a class action lawsuit against some of these major cryptocurrencies along with the founders. Uh, and this was filed April 3rd here. And so this was very recent. And so there is a lot of bearish pressure coming into the market. And so I understand we're seeing some nice gains right now. But remember, we're still inside of this bear flag here. We're seeing resistance at that 200 uh, or I'm sorry, that 50 day moving average. Uh, and we have that 200 week moving average as a potential entry for us. If we do see any sort any sort of a, a big push to the downside, breaking this bear flag. And so uh, just remember that if you guys are currently in any longs that taking profits at these higher levels may not be a bad idea because we already know that we're in a bearish trend since we still are below this resistance level from this, uh, you know, uh, this bearish trend that really started at that $10,500 range. And so at this point, until we can confirm that we're going to break this trend up, we can't really say that we're going to see that $8,200 level. But if we start to break above and come back to retest that 50 day moving average, then there's that high probability that yes, we could see that $8,200 level uh, push towards that 200 and 100 day moving average. And then, of course, I expect a lot of sell pressure to come at that point. Uh, and, and from there, we'll most likely see a consolidation come back into this zone where this would become an accumulation zone. And we'd most likely trade sideways as we did here when we initially bottomed out before seeing a major push back to the upside. And I think it's really going to be determined based upon what happens in the global macro perspective when it comes to equity markets, when it comes to gold, uh, because Everything is uncertain right now. People are saying that cases are getting better, but we have yet to see the worst amount of deaths here in the US. And so as much as there's quote unquote positive, you know, uh, there's positive news in the air. Just don't take that lightly. 
um, realize that at the end of the day that we are still in this global pandemic um, and we don't know if we've yet to bottom out here with equity markets. Uh, really, the indicator of the bottom at this point, if we're going to copy the trend that occurred here around 2018 of December, then we need to start seeing green days almost every single day if we want to uh, follow this V-shaped correction that we initially formed here in 2018, right? And so, so far we've we've copied this very well. We formed that one uh, first bottom low, this higher low, and we are starting to break out. You can see that low here, that higher low, and we broke back up just like we did here. Uh, and now we really want to see this creep up like it did before, and we should see some green days on a daily basis at this point. And that could result in a V-shaped correction here. And if that occurs, then I think that Bitcoin is going to most likely break through this resistance, continue to see upwards momentum, because as we all know, it's not just gold that Bitcoin correlates with with, but it's also equity markets. And so this was a lot of analysis. Um, I'm kind of worn out here, but I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you did like the video and subscribe, Ethan says, do you believe the sudden price drop that just happened recently was an attempt to, of a shakeout? No, the recent price drop really happened uh, because of liquidations when it comes to der uh, derivative markets. Uh, I actually saw Coinbase uh, article today talking about how this occurred, Ethan. Uh, and really what happened was there was a liquidity crisis. People were rushing to the US dollar. And so not only were they selling their equities, their commodities, their precious metals, their bonds, but they were also selling their cryptocurrencies, specifically Bitcoin. Uh, and what ends up happening is in a market like Bitcoin, where we're seeing more volume in derivative markets than in spot markets, then there's this over leverage that occurs. And when there are liquidations, the liquidations come fast. And so what we saw here on uh, March 12th was BitMEX even shutting its exchange down to prevent Bitcoin's price from further decline because there were so many short liquidations occurring from the price just continuing to drop and spot prices literally, uh, you know, following uh, derivative prices. But there was a huge arbitrage even in that sense where BitMEX's price was way different than Coinbase's price. Uh, and so we saw a major push down because of that. Uh, and it's funny because in the Coinbase article, the CEO said during that time, what they saw with user behavior was that most people were uh, they started to see like record numbers of user signups, uh, people trading Bitcoin. Uh, and it was really just the majority of people buying up Bitcoin as it was just continuing to drop and see red. Uh, and so that is very positive. It shows us that there is a high demand for Bitcoin at these lower price levels. And I'm not going to be surprised if we see one more hammer to the nail, like I mentioned at the uh, earlier part of this video, uh, not just for crypto, but amongst all markets to see one more push down before we see continued upside. But there's a very possible chance that the next big uh, amount of volume that comes in is more buyers uh, and that allows Bitcoin to break out of this bearish trend which it's on the verge of breaking out. And, uh, you know, I think it's a high chance that we do break out. And so, you know, still very neutral, uh, but it, that could really change Wednesday. So uh, tune in on Wednesday and we'll see what happens. You know, price could be completely different. We could already be over 8000. I think that's a, a definite possibility, especially with gold future prices breaking highs that it hasn't seen since 2012. Um, and so spot prices could follow and that could really result in some um, and some big, big gains for Bitcoin. Uh, but just remember, 
Uh, the halving is coming up and we don't know how miners are going to react to that. There could be a death drop uh, and a, another big potential opportunity. So for now, I'm sticking to that 200 week moving average around 56 to 5700. Uh, but that could very well change over time. So King D13 says, Hey, mate, hope all is safe. Yes, thank you so much. Ella says, isn't that manipulative? They should have let the market do its thing. Ella said, well, you know, you have to understand that um, with the derivative markets and those liquidations, I even saw an article that said Bitcoin could have potentially went to zero, right? Um, and so it is manipulative, I think, uh, but BitMEX defended itself saying that it was a system error. And so there's some controversy there. But, you know, I think that that's one of the big issues about the crypto market is the fact that there's more derivative volume than spot volume. And so, you know, even though we can see a $100,000 Bitcoin, that could easily fall back down to 20,000 if we're still in the ghetto, which is basically Bitcoin being an asset for traders more than it is a storage of wealth, uh, like you see with other storages of value like gold, right? So Bitcoin is still an asset for traders more than it's an asset uh, as a storage of value, right? That's why there's so much volatility here. And, and so um, there's more derivative volume than spot volume. And that's the case right now. Um, interestingly enough, though, uh, we do have an article that I wanted to uh, bring up here. I didn't really get the chance to bring it up, uh, but it shows that we are seeing a record number of um, futures volume. I don't have the article up, actually, but, you know, we're seeing a lot of futures volume as well, which is good. Um, you know, and, and so the, the more of that, the better, in my opinion. Let's see here. Burvis says, I think we will see 7,900 initially. Very big possibility we break out to the upside. I'm telling you, I mean, we, we went to test this 50-day moving average once and there's a high chance we come to test it again. And if that breaks, then we're already going to not only break that 50-day moving average, but break that descending resistance that has been holding us back. Uh, but I've already got my short in at 74.50. And so I've got a break even stop there. Already took some really good profits on that. Uh, and so I've got my short position if things continue downwards. If not, then we reassess things and we enter uh, either a long or another short position. And so, you know, we'll have to see here what, what happens. Um, Cole says, wouldn't it be long liquidations? Yeah, sorry, I, I may have messed that one up. Uh, Cole says 3,400 CME gap. Haven't heard about that. Haven't looked at what CME gap. So I, I think there's only one CME gap really uh, on the daily chart. And I think that's right around that $6,000 level. And so that's another interesting fact there. Uh, but I just have a feeling we'll see another big red push down. And I just don't know when it's going to come, but I just have that feeling. You know, I, I know people are getting more and more positive here. Uh, but, you know, with this descending volume here, it could really turn both ways at this point. You know, we're outside of any uh, bullish pattern right now, too. So remember that. Um, so with this descending volume uh, yet to reach its ultimatum, there is a high chance that the real pattern at play here is this bear flag, not the ascending triangle people were talking about. So let's see what happens there. Sean says three targets hit. Yes, you know, we always try to hit all targets, but with the volatility in this market, that doesn't always happen, of course. So other than that, uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you guys. I don't want to take a too much of your Monday night. We have all week to talk about this. Uh, we will be coming back on live on Wednesday. So it's 2 a.m. here Eastern time for me. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Like the video if you guys enjoy this. Subscribe if you're new to the channel. Make sure to turn on your post notifications because I just, uh, you know, I, I go on live pretty randomly when it comes to time frame. Uh, I just want to do my research before going live. Uh, and so that takes all day sometimes. Sometimes it takes two hours. And so thank you guys all for tuning in. Um, you know, Bitcoin's at a very uncertain point right now. 
you know, we're looking for some good swing trades, uh, but right now it's just too hard to tell what direction it wants to go. Um, it, it's not Bitcoin's fault, but it's more of the fundamentals that are uh, in control. Uh, and that's why every chart that you see right now has its uh, oddness to it, right? You see these wicks that break patterns, right? And you see some of these lows that don't touch support, right? So every chart is all over the place right now because it's just so much volatility, so much uncertainty, and it's really the fundamentals controlling things. But of course, the technicals always have a grasp and a leash on the price. And so we're going to have to watch and see what happens here. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Kimchi says great live. Thank you so much. That means a lot to hear you guys' feedback in the comments and in the chat. Miami says snipers out. Awesome. Kim says nice call as well. Thank you, man. Take care, guys. Snipers out.